In this episode of the GodFocusPodcast.com, Awesome Angie is speaking with MJ, Robin, and Kevin about the topic of having peace around others and peace within yourself. MJ, you got any <laughs> thoughts for us right now? Yeah, um, you know, it's, I think it's very interesting that it's, it's really hard to experience peace when you, expe- when you expect perfection out of everybody else. You know, that's what, you know, that's what's something I wrote down that I just, it hit me like a ton of bricks this week. It's just like, how can you expect to have any peace when you expect everybody to be perfect around you? And I just, I struggle with that. You know, I think everybody, you know, I just think, you know, that's what I sometimes view people as, you know, you should do that better, you know, and that kind of thing, you know, it's like, I know I don't do that kind of thing better. So, you know. Well, what's, what's interesting is that's getting into the personality stuff that most people don't give enough. They either don't know enough about it. They don't give it enough credit. They forget about it. Um, um, Because there's so many different ways to, I mean, humans are complex. There's so many ways to look at um, life and the filters we each have. And then you complicate it because everyone's got filters and we're all filtering and, and, you know, and that's how misunderstandings happen. And, you know, so this concept I was speaking about earlier with the business um, it's a, that is definitely not a path the business should go down unless they really know what they're doing. Because exactly what you said, Kev, if the if the company is not aligned and set up, or church or whatever it is, with you know a unified goal, I mean that's how people get, congregate together. They have some there's some commonality, and then let's. Uh, you know, grow and build from that commonality, just like this podcast, you know, you know, we started it as a God focused podcast. And then we're exploring life through that lens. I love Kev, how you, um, you gave us three, let's, let's go with this, the, the three, um, I don't know, what's the categories to call this, the um, peace in our hearts, um, peace in our areas of influence and peace in our areas of concern. I think those are really three great areas to explore. Robin, any anything you want to input right now regarding peace? I just want to make sure um, when I jumped in that I understand what Kevin was saying. So that, and maybe what MJ said. Maybe what all of you said. That uh, peace uh, has to begin inside us. Is that it? Peace in our hearts. Do I have that right? Well, peace. Yeah, peace is complex. <laughs> and to me, to me, peace is all around us like manna. I think of peace like manna, oh, mm-hmm. where it's all around us. It's abundant. Mm-hmm. You can gather it all day long when you're looking for it. Mm-hmm. And but you can't store it up necessarily, but it's going to be fresh every moment, every day anyway. So you, you live life through that lens of, of, um, you know, God is providing and you have to ask him for, um, what you want, put it out there. There is a verse I wrote down, um, continue on Robin while I find this verse, because, um, 
um, I'll find it. Go ahead, Robin. And uh, what MJ just said, I love that. It's hard to expect peace when you expect everyone around you to be perfect. Um, and that really, it really hit me because I like to, I like to be the peacemaker, you know, and uh, sometimes things just fall apart around you and there's nothing you can do. And, you know, I have to stop and think, well, okay, God, um, don't let me take too much control. This is starting to feel like, you know, my own, my own ego, my own pride, you know, because I can't fix it. And I've been dealing with that a lot, <laughs> a lot lately. I mentioned last week about uh, my two uh, girlfriends from college, you know, and I just wanted to be, you know, um, that, 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 you know, the voice of love and peace from Christ for them because they were actually so angry and at odds and not even speaking. And um, I'm amazed at what God did actually because he, um, last night, uh, the three of us actually talked through a group text and that was progress. Um, and I think um, the thing about perfection that just, I know, I don't want to get off topic, but um, when I put even, if I'm going to put that kind of pressure on someone else, I put that same pressure and maybe tenfold on myself, okay, to expect that I want to do everything just right. And I know I'm not perfect. And it produces the opposite of peace, which we've talked about in the past few weeks. And um, I realized that uh, I'm still, I'm still a work in progress and I'm still working on that. But I appreciate what you guys have said. And Ange, it's true um, about peace, that it's, you know, it's always there. It is a fruit of the spirit, the Holy Spirit of God, and he's always with us. And I know this week <laughs> I've had to be reminded many times. Uh, guys, I was telling Ange that my furnace has gone out. That's why I look, you know, I look like I'm conserving heat. Currently I have zero heat in my house. Um, <laughs> wow. the drain in my basement, um, by the furnace actually flooded. And so now I'm having a plumber come in and <laughs> after 10 years of being in this house, finally a mouse decided to come in and visit and maybe his little friends and, <laughs> you know, they're just leaving packages everywhere that I have to pick up and... My cat has gone crazy. He has never seen a rodent in his life. But through it all, you know, even um, I just, I've had so many reasons to thank God because when the technician came last, actually on Valentine's Day, when I had zero heat, I got down in the 40s in here, according to him. The first time it kicked on again that afternoon, I was just like, Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. But I felt that peace, a kind of peace that only comes from him. And you guys, I can't find that verse. I was looking it up because, you know, Jesus tells us he gives peace, not like the world gives peace, you know, that's temporary and can easily be 
you know, um, dissipated or destroyed or whatever in, a, in an instant, but his kind of peace is forever eternal, hard to imagine, hard to describe. <laughs> so I'm telling you, I, <laughs> oh, I do know it's God when I can get on here and smile and laugh with you guys and to feel uh, communion and fellowship and friendship once again and then connect. Amen. So I'm going to start preaching here any minute. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You were talking about Philippians 4, 7 and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard our hearts and our minds in Jesus Christ. Amen. That's what you're talking about. Amen. Yep. Amen. Yes, that was definitely one of the verses on my list. Mm. And, and so backing that up, um, let's see, let's start in, I'm um, just trying to find that one. I think this is the verse. So in Philippians 4, well, let's start in verse four. Rejoice in the Lord always. Delight. Take pleasure in him. I'm in the amplified version. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit, your graciousness, unselfishness, mercy, tolerance, and patience be known to all people. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, every circumstance, and, and situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving continue to make your specific requests known to god <laughs> god focus ask gather the bits <laughs> let it flow through um and what's interesting is okay there's another quote i think i screenshotted it let me look for this one too and because um, there's so many different ways to look at peace. I mean, it's not it. There's so like 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 Kevin was starting to unfold. There's peace in our heart. There's peace um, in our area of influence, peace in our areas of concern. Yeah. And, and to come up with an understanding of what peace is it depends on the context from um from my understanding, because there's so many ways to look at peace because it is everywhere and we have access to it. We've been, you know, we armor of God is another one. We are armored. We are fitted, ready for <laughs> peace. Our foundation. It's, it's our shoes fitted with peace and readiness to move and act at any time. We, you know, so at, by reading God's word every day by praying continually, by looking for the manna, uh, all these little things that we're empowered to be able to do. Uh, peace is in us, the fruit, the fruit of the spirit. We, you know, when we believe that Jesus is our savior, Holy Spirit is inside of us and we can walk in that peace. But yet there are times that that's challenge and being able to keep ourselves steady as we lift and grow, just like I had referred to earlier with the business. <laughs> um, there's different levels of business. 
because um, as a young business owner, not used to giving people the the controls and freedom, because I'm I'm a control freak, so. <laughs> I'm speaking from personal, uh, this is what I have to deal with, you know, to be able to pass on responsibility and walk away knowing that they've got it handled, but yet I'm still guiding them, you know, kind of like a parent, but not really because you're the employer, you know, it's just, it's, um, you know, at, it, when I have hundreds of employees working all over the world, I need to be able to know and trust that they're, they are having their own conversations and they are doing um, their roles if I'm providing the environment for them to be able to come back and, and share the things that they are concerned with. And it's that communication piece that, um, and like Kevin was saying, creating that safe space, that environment that we're and, and not letting people in. That's the other thing is protecting the borders, um, allowing that space that you've created to be the the filtering process. Because if someone comes in and they see our culture and like, oh, I I can't even keep up, or <laughs> or I don't I don't believe these things. They're going to be gone quick. When you're standing strong in your belief, when your feet are are fitted with those shoes of peace and readiness and you know and you're standing in your truth um you're rock solid in that foundation when you keep feeding and building yourself up to that kevin any anything to add to that no i think really, we did it well yeah it was awesome Ange. you know that like i said earlier it's just it's so hard to experience peace when you're expecting people to be perfect around you and <laughs> well here's a Here's a thought on that. This is interesting that you bring this up, MJ, because again, there's no accidents here. Everything's synchronous. <laughs> this past week, that was another thing that hit me really hard in another conversation I was having with, um, again, in business. I, obviously, I do a lot of business stuff. And um, we were talking about personalities. And they were specifically talking about my personality this week, which was... <sighs> which was eye opening to me because they go every week we discuss different personalities and we, uh, um, and then we bring people into the conversation that actually have those personalities and talk to them about how, how it react, you know, how people react to them and how they react, you know, the filtering. And once you know yourself, and I think uh, right there's big problem is we're living in a world where people don't know who they are. We're, we're told who to be by advertising and all these, you know, your employer tells you to do this and you know, all these different, <laughs> who are we? I mean, that's a whole nother bigger conversation that is a whole nother, another day. But, you know, we're, so we're, how, how well do we know ourselves? Are we at peace with ourselves <laughs> so that we can go out in the world and we're all we're all on some level fighting some little um, little battles and and knowing where we stand in that, understanding the other person's filter because my my filter is I I um I equate it to the squirrel. I, this is the best description that I've ever had. 
<laughs> and someone told this to me and I didn't, you know, and I've been trying to contemplate it and understand it for a while, but I'm, I have all these great ideas and, you know, I'm like the squirrel up in the tree and I'm running around and I'm all really busy and there's lots of great things going on. And, um, people down on the ground can see me doing these great things and they want to know what's going on. But I, there's a disconnect in the way I speak at times and the way everyone else interprets it. Cause my brain, just the way my brain processes, I gravitate to complexity. That's my kryptonite is complexity. And I can understand topics so deep and I research and I get into all the nuances, but then to turn it around and be succinct. <laughs> and, every, and, I, and, I, and so that I, all through my life, I've heard different people in different environments say, you know, well, you could have just said blah, blah, blah. I just, that's just not my superpower <laughs> to be able to take all of this in the tree canopy and, and put it into four words. And, um, and it's a skill to learn. And with my personality, it's harder. And I've been doing a lot of that kind of work. And so then I get out of sorts because I'm like, why can't I do this? And then I hear this message that because it's your personality, like, oh, I get it now. Now, how do I work with that? No, knowledge is power and our peace is our power. That was another one I wanted to introduce in here. Our peace is our power. And so when we come to, yeah, and then this whole word of understanding, like uh, as humans, we want to understand things. Go ahead, Kev. Were you going to say something? I was just, I was just going to say, you know, there's a reason you know, there's a reason that God gave you the gifts that he gave you. Well, he gave Mike the gift of simplicity, right? He gave, he, you know, Mike can translate you, right? <laughs> and, and, and that's why, and that's the teamwork, right? That's where, you know, uh, you, you play off each other. And, uh, and that's, you know, part of peace is recognizing it's, it's one of the things that I, I, you know, going back to this idea of perfection, Right. I really and Robin, you said it well earlier. Right. If you if you don't if you if you expect perfection from yourself, then you radiate that out. And, and then now you, you kind of expect that of other people, which, of course, is unrealistic for yourself and really unrealistic for, you know, other people as well. Mm -hmm. And so and you just radiate you radiate what you start with inside of yourself. Yeah. Right. And so with this idea that Angie was just talking about here, this idea of complexity and trying to communicate and really trying to be heard and understood. And uh, if you, in your heart, if you, if you can't, if you can't really understand it, you know, and, and speak it to yourself, it's going to be hard to be able to speak it to someone else. And so that's where things like this group, this, this little group that we're doing here and some, and, you know, and, and Mike, you know, just you two one-on-one, -on -one, that's where that comes in because you can at least someone or a small group, I can bounce ideas off of them and really tune, tune the message and tune what it is that's in my head. Um, so that I really, I have high clarity in my own heart and my own mind, of what I'm trying, what I'm, what am I trying to really say? And so you're, I think God gives us di different skills so that we can do that. I think God gives us skills so that we can rely on each other 
and grow. That's how you grow. That's how, that's how, that's how peace is achieved, right? Common vision. It's common vision. It's common, it's commonality. And, uh, and, and, and being vulnerable and sharing these thoughts and sharing your ideas and, and being willing to accept the feedback and, and really apply it. That's what makes relationships, you know, worthwhile. That's what makes, you know, uh, this idea of, of common goals achievable. So, you know, you're, you're, uh, what you're trying to do, Ange, and as far as I, I, as long as I, I can remember, right. You've been kind of doing that. You've been, you know, you have this, whether it's in a garden design that you've always done or whether it's in, in your job or in your act, you know, you're acting and on stage stuff or you're speaking, it's all the same thing. It's just, it's a replay of the same message. And you're trying to, you have so much energy and so much uh, awareness and understanding of things. And uh, you just, you just, you're, you're looking for those people in your life or those situations in your life that you can really resonate with and really tune the message that you're trying to, trying to share. So it's really neat. And I think, I think you do a great job of that. I think you do a great job of really trying to express yourself and really find people that, that can help tune your message and help you tune your message. Awesome. Oh, thank you. I, that means a lot to me to hear that. That's awesome. Yeah. You are thank awesome, Ann. Oh, thank you. And that's, you know, what's so interesting is, cause that's my tagline. <laughs> you know, I honor the awesomeness in you and, um, I, I do, I see the best in everyone. And I, I, I'm, I'm working through my mission, like really putting words around it. And I, I stand for human apathy, just um, too many good people getting bogged down by all this, whatever. I mean, there's so much that could trip us up <laughs> if we allow it to. And I, I, I really appreciate all of you taking the time to come on these conversations weekly because we're hashing through this. And everyone's at different levels. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there that um, aren't having these conversations. <laughs> there's, because this, the, situ the environment's not safe enough to communicate it. And so I know for me as an employer, for me as a, uh, you know, family member, you know, wife, mother, friend, daughter, uh, sister, you know, just to be able to, you know, a garden designer, like be able to create these environments uh, and professional organizer, you know, inside and out to be able to, whether it's our thoughts, our, our, um, our words, our actions, our attitudes, it's all an environment we're creating and cultivating on a continual basis and looking for that manna every moment. And always remember you're not alone. And so what was interesting, I'm going to read my notes from this meeting we had this week, because I, it was, it was a lift for me knowing my personality and how, because the way my brain works, I make things complicated. It's just how I'm built and wired. And my thing now is how do I make it a game? I'm always into the fun. Like, how do you make it fun? So my game now <laughs> is how do I make the complex so simple? Cause it's all so simple. That's what's crazy is my, my other tagline is it's all so simple. It really is. And what am I, whenever people ask me, what's my favorite quote, I always say two words. It's a two word quote, follow peace. That's why I'm really excited about today's, 
topic, follow peace. And I think that the actual quote in the Bible is pursue peace. We're supposed to pursue peace. That, that is our command to pursue it. Look for it. Where's the manna? Where is it at? I know it's here. Find it, gather it, use it every moment of the day. It's fresh every day. God is never leaving us. He's always there. We just have to look for it and then find those. Okay. So for me, again, back here, the complex, ah, I'm all over. <laughs> you should see. Okay. For those of you that can see the visual, this was my brain um, preparing for this talk today. <laughs> this is my brain. And I have got, oh, and this is the backside. I, I've got uh, and you know what that tells me? <laughs> don't don't do drugs. That's that's, that's the message that I, I get from that. Don't do drugs. This is my brain on peace. <laughs> I I just I go nuts over peace because it's um ah uh, because I I I I, I want it for everyone. I'm constantly working on it in my life. And it's interesting, you know, so go, looking back over life, the ups and the downs, we all have them. And how have we been able to level it out and still move on? Because life happens. Heaters go out, mice, you know, get in our house and like do destructive things. Things happen. And how do we keep our calm, stay steady? Because to me, you know, I was trying to come up with a, a easy definition for peace. And if you guys have one, you can contribute. Um, mine is steadiness. Quite simple. Peace is a steadiness. That's my simple version. Because it's also simple. <laughs> um, and readiness. Because I always think of the shoes fitted, fitted with peace and readiness, the foundation, always ready to move, always ready to act. But yet knowing yourself well enough in this human flesh, because that's part of the game as well, is, um, you know, how do we, I um, see there, the, the nut just went flying out of the tree. <laughs> I'm having <laughs> the squirrel brain, the nut just flew out of the tree. Yeah, because I'm looking at my notes. Let me go back to this. I, this you were talking point. about the shoes and peace. Shoes, shoes with, with the, yeah, readiness and peace. I should readiness and peace. Verse. If anybody has that verse handy. Yeah, I, Ephesians 6, 10 through 16, the armor of God. Yes, I had it up. If you've got it handy, go for it. Oh, uh, let's see. Do you want me to read it? Go for it. Um, put on the full armor of God. Oh, I want to. I want to read verse ten. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the full armor of God, so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist in the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. Stand firm, having girded your loins with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness um, and having shod your feet with the preparation of, gospel, of the gospel of peace. In addition, taking up the shield of faith, which will be able to extinguish the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take up the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. 
the gospel of peace right there. That is us living peace to be that example to the world and to be able to uh, have, have our own peace and display it to the world because the world needs peace. They don't need, people don't need to see you all freaking out and <laughs> do it, being all anxious. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, although the peacemakers, that's part of their role is to help calm some of that down, I guess. But, you know, cause we all, you know, cause it happens. There's people that are anxious and worried. We all, you know, address that on some level. <laughs> And others struggle with it more than others. And it's um, another visual I had this week was the duck, like a duck on water. So when you look at a duck, you know, he's, (laughs) they don't look, you know, know, like when you look at a squirrel, you know, they're all jittery and they're running around and they're like, you know, anxious and like looking, you know, but a duck, he's, he's just sitting there on the water. Like, how does he do that? First of all, like he's just calm, just on the water. He's fine. (laughs) But you know, in order to stay afloat, his feet are underwater and they're paddling like crazy. Yeah. He's paddling away. You don't see that because you see that what's above the surface and he's calm and he's doing his thing. He's very alert because he can see the hawk coming. He can see the, the hunter with the gun over there. I mean, he can see, and obviously he's kind of smart because he's in the middle of the water. So not many predators can get him out there. And, but his feet are under the water moving. And he's very alert and he knows um, he's in peace, but he's ready. He's ready to dive down and eat that frog. If that, if he swims around if, or whatever they eat under there. <laughs> we actually tried, we sat a duck when we, when we released our, we had a tadpole when Michael was little. And uh, when we went to go release the tadpole into the pond, cause he was getting too big, you know, I, I, I did not have a budget to feed a frog for <laughs> environment crickets. Like that was getting a little costly. So we, we took him to the park <laughs> and put him out in the pond. And there was a duck right there. Like it was a little duck pond in our backyard in our neighborhood. And you know, that duck, was all over that frog. <laughs> like, oh gosh, I hope his frog was okay. I hope he moved fast enough. And I didn't know ducks ate frogs. I really didn't know. Um, I, maybe they don't. I don't know what he was going, what he thought it was, but he was ready. He was ready for it. He didn't, he didn't know that I was about to release a potential lunch, <laughs> but he was ready for it. And, it, and I think if, I love that image because it's that calm, front you know you know people look at ducks and you know it's a calming thing to me i mean i think it's calming we, when you look at a squirrel it's a little ah, jittery scattered like run around and like yeah just a different feel right <laughs> different personalities um but that duck and i think that's our responsibility as humans is and not to portray what you aren't because you know there's a certain dignity and calmness in a squirrel they're cute. I mean, when they, you know, they're fun to watch, you know, they, they each have their own purposes. Um, and when they're living in their truth, like Kev was saying, um, we all benefit. And um, so if you went to the park and you saw a duck having a nervous breakdown or an anxiety attack, I mean, there's something off about that, right? <laughs> oh, 
someone save me from this conversation. <laughs> yeah. sister. Okay. I'm with you. He obviously didn't put on his armor of God that day. <laughs> Poor duck. Like someone rescue him. Yeah, he was a bit daffy. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Let's bring it back to God here. Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, okay. I'm looking at my notes from this week, and they were... I don't know if I can find all four, but I remember there were four points that really helped me with my personality because we're back to that perfection thing of, um, you know, because I can portray that because of my personality, I have to really be on extra guard on that. I'm portraying potentially the fact that I want everyone around me to be perfect when that's, it's not, that's not what I, I'm actually not intending to portray that it's just coming from my natural personality because I am always looking to grow, always looking to expand. And I'm like, so out there <laughs> with my thoughts that, um, you know, I, I, I think everyone should be there and they're not. And I need to understand that, that, and, and I'm and not that I don't understand it. It's just finding that balance of, how do I connect? I'm up in the tree running around doing my thing. How do I connect to everyone else using my personality? And um, so some of the, since complexity is my kryptonite, it trips me up. I'm, my new goal now is to make it a game to make everything. How can I make this simple and make it a game to make it simple? Because I'm always working on, because I know everything's so simple. And you know, how can I put it into words to help portray that to people? And I think I did today a little bit with the duck and the squirrel, but go ahead, Robin. And um, is that like what you mean when you say make it a game, like these images with the squirrel and the duck? You know, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, communicate it. To be able to communicate it in, in fewer words. So um, so the game for me is how do I, I understand it in such a, such a deep way. How do I turn that and make it simple? So like the story with the duck, the visual stories are a big one. Um, I love nature and animals. So that, that helps me ground me and my thoughts. Like, how can I find the story in nature with this? So it entertains my brain, but yet gives a visual that I can communicate it to others. So my goal is to make a game, make it a game to make things simple. Um, Cause I know I'm smart enough to figure this out because, but it's, so, but my brain, it's like all over. <laughs> a squirrel brain and I know I'm smart enough to figure this out so that's the game I'm smart enough I'm going to get this I'm going to figure it out and it calms me down so knowing that I'm not like just some freak of nature that like why can't why am I always misunderstood why why do I feel like nobody hears me um and maybe it's um you know and again it's with this person and coming back to the idea that it's my personality um Let's see. I don't give myself enough credit. That was another one that they said as my personality type. And I know that about myself. I'm, I'm getting better at finding the, cause I'm great at, at, you know, looking for the good in everyone else and being, being able to articulate it in myself. 
that's hard for most people. And but for my personality, it's even harder, <laughs> apparently, because um, we need each other to be able to to bounce these things off of and see the good in one another. Um, uh, okay. And so here was another comment they made, and I totally embodied this. Um, cause I, I, so what I'm, what I'm doing here is this is the conflict inside of me that has eluded my peace. I think that's what I'm really trying to get to here. Cause what is it that eludes our peace and how do we grow beyond it? Um, that's, that's why I'm going through all this. Here's a, and here's a quote again, my thoughts are all over between stimulus and response. There is a space. In that space is our power, our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. That was a quote by Viktor Frankl. Mm -hmm. A partial quote. I I added a few words, (laughs) but that was basically it. Um, And to me, this is that space. Like, how do you grow? Like, because some of these things are what I, I'm just being really vulnerable. All this anxiety that I create in myself, because I'm like, I want it. How do I say this so that people get it? Because I care so much about it, and I care so much about people. And now knowing that you know, I, you know, this squirrel brain thing is—it's a real personality type. That's not, you know, any kind of professional. <laughs> diagnosis or anything, but that's my, that's the Angie version. It's the squirrel brain effect. Um, I don't give myself enough credit and then I end up, and this played true in, in high school, I played stupid to fit in and because I didn't know how else to connect that space. And, um, I still have to catch myself in that. Because I know I'm brilliant. I know, and I don't say that to be conceited. Um, we're all brilliant. We're all geniuses. And I, I'm just passionate about helping people find that in themselves. And so this week, I just really felt like I found a little bit of that peace in myself just from that one statement. Because in my personality type tends to play stupid to fit in. I'm like, Wow. That one hit me because, um, you know, and then, and then I guess you could say, you know, quit playing small. You hear that? I hear that all the time. And I, uh, (laughs) I now get it that it's been my, it's my, my personality that I'm not understanding. And it's that layer of onion that I just peeled back a little bit like, ah, so not that I'm pointing blame or pushing, you know, pushing the blame anywhere else, but it's, it's an, it's an, a human understanding to help fill that space so that I can keep being that duck. <laughs> Those feet are moving my brain, the squirrel brain up in the, up in the tree. Um, and uh, another thought that they, that they said was, um, when I do overcomplicate it, I joke about it. That's another a way of um, helping get through it. I just make fun about it. Like, oh, like the squirrel. Like I have to make fun of myself. You know, I have a squirrel brain and I, I just have to own my squirrel brain, I guess, because I have not been able to climb out of that tree. Um, I like to throw nuts 
I own and nuts fall all the time. And I you know, but I, I just need to own squirrel brain. I think that's the bottom line here. <laughs> and, and so, um, making a joke about it, finding the fun, turning it into a game to make things simple. Cause it is, it is all simple. It's, we make it all so complicated. And because complexity is my, it is my personality, um, kryptonite, um, it's just something to be on guard of. So I don't know if that helped any of you all. Please somebody else talk. I feel like I <laughs> monopolated this. Why? Probably because this, like the, this visual. <laughs> MJ, MJ, save me. I'm a genius in my own mind. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm like a farmer. I'm outstanding in my own field. Um, so, but, yeah. But, you know, I keep thinking about, um, I used to weightlift when I was in basketball and soccer. I used to be a, a, a weightlifter. And I look at that uh, now today, I look at that um, with the Holy Spirit is as I'm lifting weights, you know, Jesus said, you know, give me, give me what's burdening, burdening you, you know, give, give me your burdens. And, you know, here I am trying to lift all this weight. And if I would just use him as like a, a spotter to support me, and it would be so much easier. And we don't give up to that enough. We try to do it all ourselves. And there's no peace in that. And that's, that's the one thing I'm really looking at is as I'm listening to you, Ange, and I'm seeing some of the things I, I'm seeing, I don't give, I don't give um, it up to the Holy Spirit enough. I try to carry everything myself. And I just, I don't know, it's just a little lesson that I'm, I'm coming to a better understanding today, just talking with all of you today. And hopefully that, that helps a little bit. Amen. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I, um, the armor of uh, the armor of God has been a big, um, just a big power source for me, just always fitting my body, you know, make my creative brain, you know, I, I put on God's, you know, the helmet of salvation, you know, okay, how can I think through Jesus's brain today? You make it a game, you know, make, make it fun. You know, and I just, you know, put all the body parts on. And then I always love, cause I think it's really easy. I know when I first started learning the armor of God, it was really easy to just blow past the, oh, shoes fitted with peace and readiness, whatever. It was kind of the last thing on the list. And um, that's the foundation. And I love that image of just, you know, tying up your shoes, being ready. Um, what's really cool, I saw, and again, this week, I saw the synchronicity, I love it. Um, I was introduced to a pair of snow boots, <laughs> random thought, um, that have, they're ice boots. Literally, there's like metal spikes in the bottom of these boots and you can walk on ice and not slip. And um, I didn't even know those existed. I never really looked for them before, but that's, there's different kinds of shoes we can equip ourselves with. And just knowing that that even exists. And I think I was, I was actually reading in my research. Um, I think even the shoes way back when in Bible times had things like that in their shoes. And uh, I'm like, oh, synchronicities. Oh my gosh. And it is, it's just always 
grounding myself in the word of God, knowing that God is with me. Like he gave me this squirrel brain, let's embrace it. And, uh, yeah, and, and, st- and instead of hiding from it and trying to understand it, you know, the human understanding, it's the peace that surpasses understanding. When we ask, when we gather, gather the bits, look for that peace, always pursue it. It is there knowing God doesn't leave us. You know, he's always there. We need to talk to him, ask him, petition for what we want. Um, and you know, standing in our truth, honoring ourselves, no matter what crazy personalities we have and, um, peeling off those layers one by one, having these kind of awesome conversations and just being a little vulnerable at times and being real. And, you know, and that, and that goes for your business, your church, your family, your community, what, whatever organization you're a part of, that's always, always something that like peace is foundational. And when it's not there, and if it doesn't come from the head down, trickling down through, you know, that leadership chain, um, uh, that's, you know, that's why we have all this turmoil is finding the common ground and where, and how do we grow from there? So Robin, any, yeah. uh, any last thoughts as we wrap up here? Yeah. A lot of good things to, <laughs> to think about and appreciate, you know, oh, and you. I just, I love it. And I just, I love you. Oh, thank you. Um, I love your squirrel brain. <laughs> thank you. Oh. I, you know, I understand it. I don't know what my brain is. Maybe you can help me figure that one out. <laughs> but, um, you know, we don't have to play dumb anymore. If people don't get us, we find other people who will, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, it's been hard for me because I realized as you were talking that in my church, I was misunderstood, that in my work, um, I misunderstood, you know, people see me one way, but they don't, but it's not who I am. It's not, you know, um, so (laughs) thank God for us, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) the, the um, it's all the more precious say, say that again i said it's all the more precious you know when you have people who understand you you know it's absolutely precious and yeah. um we could do a whole session on being misunderstood <laughs> yeah and uh it's one of the things that eludes the peace in whatever scenario environment well you know and what you said you know, I think it all the time. That's that's what you said. You know, why um, why don't people understand me? Why don't they get me? And you know, we've got to have this way to not blame ourselves or well, for me, you know, to look down on ourselves. It's just like yesterday when I was talking to the plumber. I guess I was speaking German or French because. He didn't understand what I was saying. And then I felt like a complete fool. And he's like, oh, well, I'll see you on Monday at one. And I'm like, whoa, okay. So I, I understand Angie being misunderstood, you know, and um, I'm, I'm tired of carrying the burden of 
you know, the blame, blaming myself. This is who I am, you know, what's wrong with that? You know? Exactly. What's wrong with me? Well, God says nothing <laughs> because he loved me enough to save me from myself, you know? He made me though. He made me before he saved me. And you know what he said? I love you. I love who you are. You're my one and only Robin. You're my one and only Ange. My one and only MJ and Michael and Kevin. My one and only. And I mean, get that thought in your head, you know, and just think on that for a day and you'll be like, what? <laughs> but anyway. Amen. Um, Amen. But uh, the peace that was always here, you know, now I feel like it's flowing through me again. Awesome. And I appreciate that. Awesome. We need each other to, there's that tether to tether uh, ourselves mm-hmm. to God um, so that we can, again, this is my, my other the visual note for those that can see <laughs> the four points, ask God, be God focused all the time. Ask him ease flow, allow the brilliance, God's love to just flow and, and stop pushing, you know, allow it to flow. Be, be that vessel that God called us to be. He created us perfectly to do what it is, what each of us are here to do and be through God's power. And then gather those bits, gather it. It's there. It's always there. We just have to pursue it. MJ, wrap it up. Well, as you guys are talking, I'm just seeing a storm and and as I see this storm of things going on in your guys' lives, I, I just remember the, the story about Jesus being in the boat, oh, right? Yeah. And he's, in, he's in the boat and this storm's going on and all the disciples are going, what's going on? And they're freaking out and this dude is sleeping. He's just sleeping, you know? That's so a great he's, Yeah, he's at peace. He's just, you know, he knows that all he can... He can control whatever we can't control. And so when they finally woke him up, he just spoke to the storm. He says, storm, be quiet. Waves, be quiet. You know, and, and he, he just spoke to it. And, 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 and that's why, you know, that John 16, 33 verse we were talking about earlier, John 16, 33 in the new uh, international version. It says, I've told you these things that you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. Take heart, and I will overcome the world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, you can take those sentences and move them around where you say, you know, in this world, you'll have trouble. Take heart. I will overcome the world. World, And then it says, I told you these things that you may have peace. And I don't know. It just it warms my heart every time I say the word, you may have peace. Yeah. it just makes me feel good so i love that that's brilliant thanks for wrapping that up mm-hmm. i love it that is so awesome and i i've i've heard it twice now and i circled it and maybe this could be part of next week um our, our topic next week will be patience <laughs>
Um, take heart. I circled that. Take heart. And how do we step with patience is in us? It's another fruit of the spirit. How do we take heart and walk in peace and walk into the world patiently without throwing nuts out of the tree and <laughs> whatever we normally do in our, 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 our crazy storms of life? <laughs> um taking heart. And what does that look like as we are cultivating patience in our life? So um, thank you, Lord Jesus. What an awesome group of people. I, I love each and every one of these beautiful individuals that are here in this conversation, as well as any of our listeners that are hearing the craziness, <laughs> the, the squirrel brains and the uh, the, uh, the peace, the peace that, uh, is beyond our human understanding and, uh, what a brilliant conversation. Thank you for speaking through each of us. And, uh, just thank you for being with us today, this moment throughout the day, throughout the week. And, um, you're awesome. We love you, Jesus. Amen. 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 I have a penguin brain. <laughs> so what how does that define what how, what's, a, what's a penguin brain i'm all dressed up and ready to go i just gotta find a party <laughs> <laughs> love you guys so if something's being said during this podcast it's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now, just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that's helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at godfocusedpodcast@gmail.com, at gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing. If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership, and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com, and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ, and God bless you. Have a great week.